0: to the 11th burning conversation and we bring on a special new guest he's a husband father and data guru he loves hoops top shots sneakers in the lakers he is known for his crisp tweet challenge and market updates please welcome greg murray
1: oh man you're far too kind
0: <laughs> now we're excited to have Happy you year. on here absolutely and you know i i think whenever we you know are looking for new guests we're looking to find people who are engaged in the space bringing on new and exciting content and to try to hear their story and uh why don't you kind of introduce us greg as to who you are and how you found top shot
1: yeah so uh, i'm a southern california kid Born and raised down here. Um, played hoops growing up. Played uh, some college ball, and then a season of pro ball uh, over in Israel. Nice. Um, yeah, and then after that, I kind of got into data. Um, and I actually found Top Shot, One of my buddies sent me. We have the, this group chat going, and he sent a text. He's like, "Look at this weird like NBA blockchain thing. Like, do you think this is anything?" And we were all looking at it, like kind of skeptical at first, and then he bought a pack, and then I bought a pack, and then pretty much everybody else in the chat bought a pack, and we were hooked. Nice. Uh, And I look back, and that was January 19th, and I guess the rest is history. I got into trying to figure out, you know, um, make better decisions, and I think that led me to kind of pull, try to pull some data out of the systems and, uh, you know, make some visualizations to better understand what we were doing
0: you know, and that's totally the name of the game right now, right? Is is that we have a, a brand new marketplace uh, with, you know, hundreds of options and factors that could change the marketplace and trying to make smart decisions is what it's all about. And so, you know, I really have enjoyed seeing your visual updates because it gives me just like another way to kind of pull together my information towards those better decisions. And like, just generally, Greg, like, what are you looking at right now as like a a mode or method towards those better decisions?
1: Yeah. So for me, I'm incredibly visual. So if you threw like a table in front of me and told me, Hey, like, which moment are you going to buy based on all these market caps? And and if it's just like a a panel of data, I'm going to be clueless. Um, but when you display things visually, a lot a lot more of those patterns uh, tend to appear. Um, so for me, trying to dumb it down, and I know that's kind of reductive, <laughs> but down enough so I can understand it, uh, makes it easier for me to make decisions.
0: Let's go ahead and jump into the posts that you had uh, on March 2nd so that you know pretty recent and you suggested in the post that King James LBj makes up 17% of the implied market cap so walk me through like what exactly that means Greg
1: yeah so the implied market cap is basically if you look at any top shot moment um, it is the lowest ask times the number of uh, moments in that circulation Um and I don't have uh, his exact count of um, of moments off the top of my head. But yeah, it basically broke down that he had $274 million uh, in applied market cap, which is astounding considering uh, the rest of Top Shot is $1.3 billion, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. And... So when like we think about that, like, do you expect LeBron James to continue to have this large market share? Or do you think that this uh, number might kind of peel back to some sort of more equilibrium?
1: For the foreseeable future, I mean, I think this holds, right? So unless somebody like Zion immediately starts winning championships and he puts three back-to-back right away or something like that. I, I could see maybe somebody creeping up on-, on him and from that standpoint, but I don't see that happening, right? So LeBron um, holds court in the sense that he's probably going to be in the finals again this year. Right. And they're going to keep printing his moments, right? Sure. So there's more moments for him coming, and there's people who can't afford his moments now that will happily buy up everything that comes out, right? So I, I see this holding for, I mean, for as long as I can see.
0: So, like, a couple of things there, and this is what I love about Top Shot, is, is that there's, like, a hundred different angles to kind of attack that response, right? Like, the first knee-jerk reaction is is that, well, is it true that the developers are actually going to create more of LeBron's or do they know that LeBron is going to always be a sought after moment and are they going to restrict that supply right like that game theory Alan Carr is all over right and like just to speculate on that is great but what I'm more interested to, to you know from your response Greg is is that you know you kind of suggested that in the short term absolutely LBJ is the, the player to have, right? Because anything that could tip the scales, according to your response would be, you know, a, a younger player usurping that sort of superstar status. Right. And yep. that's just going to take time if it happens at all.
1: Exactly. Right. So, um, you got to look at the younger guys like, like Zion and Luca, who kind of have promising futures ahead of them. They have so much road ahead to catch up to LeBron. And it's just, it, to me, I don't see that as plausible, given where he's at now, right? So uh, I think LeBron is is the king and will continue to be. What I think is interesting is going to be to see what happens if and when they start introducing Jordan moments. Right. Obviously, LeBron's going to have a, a larger library, uh, but it'll be interesting to see how how Jordan ends up kind of playing in here because you know it's going to sell like hotcakes when it comes out. If it comes out, let's not...
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, speculation is what we do, but I, I, I do have an unpopular take that I want to run by you, Greg, and that is is that I believe Luke is actually overvalued. I don't understand it. The Dallas Mavericks freaking stink this year. And Lucas not really doing much to stop it, right? Like, you know, according to your like player valuation, like you need to win championships, right? It's not enough just to be a good player. Like Carmelo Anthony, yes, has decent market value, but like who cares about it? He's never won a championship. He's never been the guy. Like it Luca, you know, definitely has a lot of promise. Do not want to take the potential away from him. But my God, like you gotta be doing better. Like you have Porzingis on this squad. It is your team. Why aren't you winning? I think he's overvalued.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's young. He's young. We'll give him a little bit. Um, he showed a lot of potential in the playoffs last year. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really interested to see what happens with him going forward. Given that he's got a lot of good pieces around him. Um, If they're able to put something more together, maybe not this year, but next
0: year. Yeah. And so I I think, you know, your visual representation, kind of bringing it back to your visual aid is interesting, because if if you're like looking to make a splash right now, if you're like a, a new collector or you're someone who's looking to maybe optimize your collection. You're probably looking at trying to acquire some, one of the players on this list, right? Zion, Luca, Giannis, Steph, Ja, Kawhi, James, AD, or Tyler Hero. Like, I feel like those are the guys that people should be looking at. Uh, and like, when there's a, a small dip or where there's an opportunity, I think that may be your best bet.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And one of the things we covered, kind of in the bottom section of that visual, is is kind of what you could get instead of buying that. Uh, LeBron Noah tree. Right. Okay. So for the same cost, you could get four Giannis, uh, CC 75, uh, 75 hundreds. Like there's so many other options that you could pick up that might net you a better return. Um, so it's, it's interesting when you, when you think about it from that perspective, mm-hmm. like you could spend $1,300 on a LeBron or whatever it is today it's probably like 14 or 15 now. Right. Um, or you could get, you know, an all-star in Nikola Jokic who may be in the running for MVP this year. You could get like 11 of those. Interesting. Okay. So, yeah, for, if you're new coming in, obviously you want to own the best players, but there's a balance you have to draw where... where it may not make financial sense and probably isn't feasible for a lot of people to go out and buy a $1,300 LeBron, right? So uh, you got to figure out where you can fit in and and, and make the smart choices.
0: And, you know, to that point, like I picked up a LeBron no look three in a pack that I got and, there is zero chance I am putting that on the market. Someone could give me a million dollars just, you know, overvalued, and I probably wouldn't take it because that, like, moment is, like, special to me. You know, like, I opened it and it's staying with me. Um, and, you know, I don't know if I'm ever going to have that same feeling about a Nikola Djokic 1500 or, you know, 15000 whatever it is, right? Because, like... Nice moment, and I might use them in Swish Fantasy, but, like, not near to, like, the endearment quality that that LeBron James No Look 3 has. So, like, it's interesting, right? Like, do you take the qual- like the quantity of, like, a really good asset, or, like, do you just, like, really go after, like, the scarce special assets? Um,
1: That's true, right? Um, and, and the question is, I mean, if we see another bump, like we saw, like, a week or two ago, and you have a bunch of those Nikola Jokic moments, is that going to net you more than one LeBron going up 500 bucks would right?
0: That is a fabulous question, and it may be a question that will be answered this weekend. However, a question we can answer is how the cat has done early into its release into the wild. Earlier this morning, Greg, you posted on Carl Anthony Towns' cool cat being introduced in its market activity. What can you tell us so far?
1: Yeah, so basically what I did is I grabbed some data and, um, Shout out to the guys that evaluate that market. They, uh, I was able just to pull it down from there. Uh, But I took a look at at sales, and particularly I took a look at people who were buying and selling within the first forty-eight hour period that the the cat hit the market. Okay. Um, And what I saw uh, was of the three thousand or so sales, like a third of them were people flipping. Interesting. And we had a little group chat going, and I was like, huh, I wonder how many people, like, you know, took a loss on this. So we dug in a little deeper, and we found out that um, of those 900 or so flips, like, 350 people took a loss. Wow. So in the first 48 hours, there were a ton of people buying up Cat, just as pure speculation, trying to make a quick buck. Um, And... What I saw that it was also interesting, which is not in this visual, but I tweeted, is that there were like three people who picked up more than 30 cats and flipped them in that 48-hour period. Um, so I guess one other thing that that we kinda saw in the scatter plot down at the bottom, uh, you can see that it was profitable for these people early, but the longer they the longer cat was on the market, the the more people started taking losses on it. So I don't know if that's a little strategy for people, like if you're going to flip, you got to do it right away, um, especially when a new moment hits the market or, um, you know, just be wary of that, I guess. Maybe you wait a couple days if you're if you're buying to hold so you can avoid those high, high prices. Greg,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm speechless. I, I I can't believe what you just said. Can can you just repeat those numbers for me so that I I can like write them down and look at them? Because I don't believe you right now. You said three users purchased 30 or more cats to flip. And how did those guys do on those flips?
1: So two of them made a profit. The other one, uh, took a loss. Okay. And what were, do you know the numbers of the, the, the
0: profits for those guys?
1: yeah yeah so um, I believe two of them made uh, around a little more than a thousand bucks and the the third guy lost about thousand bucks so um, oh, man. Did not do
0: Wow so honestly you know if if I'm a high risk investor'm I'm, I'm interested in those splits right making a quick thousand bucks in a very short time period makes you know at least a little bit of sense to pursue. But um, are we factoring in at all the 5% haircut that the NBA Top Shot group has taken?
1: Yeah, the dapper take
0: is figured in those numbers. They are. Okay, very important to know that. And, you know, I I guess, like, the the other thing that we're not talking about is maybe the tax implications, right? Like, are you going to have to pay some sort of tax for every flip that you make? Or are all the transactions that happen out here you know just kind of a a zero sum from the fiat that you load in or out like totally other subject that maybe i don't want to like investigate but like i'm i'm kind of dumbfounded that so many people are are interested in participating in this quick exchange right because like it won't be but a few days before this moment is rendered somewhat not useless but like not really relevant right we have like three different packs coming out we'll have another cool cat's pack like at what point does this moment like not experience the same volume
1: yeah totally agree i mean you can already see it um i don't have the the volume numbers right at the beginning but uh if you take a look at the the scatter plot i mean it's starting to get to get sparse even at like 48 hours right so um Ton of volume up front, but you you got to imagine as people who are trying to do the challenge um, start getting a cat, there's not going to be as much activity. Um, so the utility of it's going to go down once everybody has what they need. And
0: so I, I guess what I'm most interested in hearing your opinion on, Greg, is is that are is this sort of volume affecting the value of the cat? Because it's my personal belief that the cat is overvalued at, you know, 300 whatever dollars. Um, I think if you look at his other moments that are on the market, I, I think it's reasonable to believe that the moment is worth anywhere from like 50 to to $100. And we're seeing a 3X from there. And I think... You know, I'm connecting the dots from, you know, a thousand feet above saying that maybe it's because you're seeing this just new moment that's introduced to the market that also happens to be cut in half because half of the people aren't opening them in their packs. Right. So, like, we're working with a reduced supply and like this newness advantage that I would call it. Um, it, it, Like, do you think that once the volume goes down, we'll see like a a, a drop in price or no?
1: (laughs) I mean, I would hope so, uh, but it's it's top shot, right? So, <laughs> I feel like anything can happen and it doesn't always make sense. Um, I, on, on the face, I mean, if you look at the full circulation count, I know everybody hasn't opened them yet, but it's the least uh, scarce Cool Cat, right? So you think of all the Cool Cats out there, it would be the least expensive. Um, obviously, that doesn't factor in the fact that only half of them are really out there at this point. But it's still, I mean, even if however many half of those are out there, it's still not as rare as the first round of cool cats. So to me, the current price being what it is doesn't make a ton of sense.
0: And I guess, like, anyone who's buying right now is is probably looking to flip, right? Like, that's the only real kind of honest answer I can get out of this. And, you know, I, I think it begs the question, like, do we like this right like there's short-term investing happening right now and yeah. it's affecting the values of these moments um i'm not personally interested in in short-term investing um but i don't not ready to say that short-term investing shouldn't exist in this space like what are your thoughts
1: you know i think they're there's a space for it, and for some people it makes sense, right? So if you if you come into this and you don't have a ton of capital to put in immediately, um, you're going to have to flip if you want to move up to, to better okay. moments, right? Okay, yes. So, I, I mean, it, it's it's a side effect of it not being, like, everybody's not on an equal playing field, so people have to make up for that. And flipping, I think, some people are doing to, to kind of make their
0: way up the chain wow love the response i think you've like flipped my opinion on short term investing if if you got a young grinder out there who's just trying to make a buck and like get that next moment all about that yes let the parade go on let the flip happen like love that absolutely like totally changed my opinion on that and you know, because I'm now enthused about like flipping and making a buck, so you can maybe, you know, power yourself up to that next moment. Yet said that power on purpose. Maybe we'll we'll talk about that <laughs> later. But, um, you know, how do we see what happened in the second round of Cool Cats? And like, what did you kind of gather from the data that was there?
1: Yeah. So you know. Um it's interesting because initially uh, a couple of buddies and I were, were doing the second round. We were all in on it. We're like, we're going to get an ad. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kept seeing the returns coming in of um, people who had the, the necessary pieces. I was like, I don't know that this makes a ton of sense, right? There's mm-hmm. going to be a, a ton of these things. Right. And, um, for what the moments were selling for on the market, like it was hard to justify not just parting them out. Okay, uh, so I think I think we'll probably see something similar with with the third one, um, depending on how I mean they've upped the mint count on on the CC threes. So <clears throat> it'll be interesting to see how many people go after that challenge, having just seen what happened here. Um, I'm tempted to, to sit on the sidelines again because I think it'll probably be overpriced. Um, given it's, it's 1,500 or 15,000 mints on, on the Cool Cats, but we'll see.
0: And from what I understand, the next set of cats will be an international crew, which I think, you know, will really... Push the the, the prices on some of them. And I am under the uh, belief that the cool cat reward will be a Nikolai Djokic moment, which I think will have some interesting value. You know, if they pick the right moment, it's a cool cat. Um, But that being said, looking at some of the Anthony Davis market movement so far might suggest that like, you know, that Nikolai isn't going to really be more than like a thousand bucks. So I think for me, as someone who has the 12 cats so far, I have not purchased the Carl Anthony Towns. Like this is an inflection point for my cool cat endeavor right? Like, do I push forward? Do I invest in the cool cat? Do I invest to get these some of these other cats? Because it's my opinion that we're going to see some inflated prices to get there. Like, if I want to be able to, like, just almost break even with the Jokic, like, I'm going to have to make some shrewd market decisions to get there, right? So um, at what point do you think that Jokic is going to be worth? Because that's important, uh, like, to kind of like parse this out like wh- where is Nikolai Jokic's value going to end up
1: oh man uh that's a tough man. uh so to me at a higher mint than AD most likely because I, I still imagine there's going to be a lot of people trying to complete this thing yep totally agree uh, I would put him in probably that that thousand dollar range if not right below where AD is at now okay um yeah, I, per, the projecting piece is not really my game. I let the, the, other, the other folks in at the first minute and, and uh, on Twitter handle that, but that would be my best guess.
0: So you know, like we, we we hear the disclaimer, and we're gonna push right forward, like do, do, do not care whatsoever that you know you, you just threw that disclaimer out. So if that's a thousand bucks, and, and they stick with that same sort of ten-player format, where there's five basic, and then there's five cats, that means that you're spending a hundred bucks per per moment in order to you know make sure that you're gonna get the right. Or your, Collection will stay at value because you're also assuming that after the uh, challenge is over, your moments are going to go down, right? Yeah, that's going to be hard to do. I, like, no matter what, yeah. ten moments are put together when it's new, it's going to be real hard to stay under that thousand dollars threshold.
1: Yeah, I think the hope is, man, that they they're going to be putting some of the new um, the new S two base moments in with this right so maybe that those aren't as expensive as they were in this last challenge because paying whatever it was like 70 bucks for a a teacher mcconnell is um a little absorbent right
0: yeah a little like a a lot of bit i mean good lord like it's getting to the point now where it's not going to be like it was with luca right like luca's like eight thousand, like that was a no-brainer but um something i keep in the back of my mind is is that any of this like rational logic gets thrown out the window if you see like a huge demand push again, right? Like if a bunch yeah. of people come in and are like, oh sick, like Nikolai Jokic, like I want that and I'm gonna spend like twenty three hundred dollars on the moments needed because I need that reward challenge. And you know what? Like yeah. because like it's so expensive, maybe the supply shrinks and then all of a sudden it's not worth a thousand, it's worth a whole lot more. Like these unknown factors are something that like go beyond logic and you can't like almost rationally factor them in right like like part of me is just like complete fomo in that i need this Jokic, like that lamello ball like maybe six figures like I'm, i don't think that's crazy to say like if it's an unbelievable moment and it has the right badges and enough people like it like six figures is totally in play i think but at the same time like it could be you know, just another moment, because I think there's two additional lamella balls coming into play, right? So what makes the Cool Cat lamella ball, like, any different than the rest of them, right? Um, so many things to kind of, like, think about. Like, out of everything I just said there, Greg, like, where are you kind of intrigued by? Like, where do you, like, give me some some, some thoughts off of that.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I feel like... um talking about, like, paying kind of ridiculous prices, I, I hope we can get back to a place where there's, like, the one in two, maybe three dollar moments on the on the marketplace, right? Um, so where, like, new new people who are looking to get into Top Shot can, can hop on the train, right? So I've got friends who I've told about Top Shot who are super excited and jazz and they were joining those pack drops and haven't seen anything yet. Hmm. Um, and, and this was, it's been a few weeks, so Uh, Luckily, they were able to get some pre-orders, but I'd like for them to be able to get into the to the marketplace, right? Because right now it's cost prohibitive. Like, there's, there's, I mean, I'm not paying twenty dollars for for role players, Um, (laughs) you know. (laughs) It's it's tough, and for a while there, I think twenty bucks was the lowest you could pay to get somebody. Yeah. Um, And and that just, I mean, you can't enter enter that way.
0: And, you know, I, I think what's interesting off of that is that the golden rule back, you know, in January was if there's a dollar moment, you buy it. And, yeah. like, there, there is no if, ands, or buts, you buy it. And it'll be interesting to see if that golden rule, like, holds when we do see those dollar and two dollar moments. Because, um, you know, I, I don't know if, like, that, you know, series 21 base. Moment of a Troy Brown block is going to be worth more than a dollar or two because right now it's like yeah. like seventeen you know fifteen dollars and for the longest time it was just available for a buck. I'm like I, I don't want that. I'm like I think I sold it for two bucks. You know, but yeah. <laughs> I-, I think. It'll be um, interesting to see if that demand tsunami comes in because that throws everything out the window if everyone wants a piece of it, right? Like, I really think we only have like a thousand active buyers on the market. Hundred thousand, I should say.
1: Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting. Like, like you were pointing out, like moments for a while they were artificially scarce because they were having so much trouble trouble dropping packs. So. Um, it seems like they've got that figured out. So if they can keep rolling out moments and and bringing in new people, I think it'll really kind of help the the top end moments as people are able to move up to those. But like you're saying, like if we can get back down to the two and $3 moments and kind of hold those at those prices, I think that's good for everybody.
0: You're making me bullish on top moments, right? Like that's like what I'm gathering from this episode is, is that like When more supply comes in, it's only going to boost the value of the highest moments, right? Like, I I think that King James representation kind of just gave you an inkling to the future and that the people are going to want the best players. Like, no one wants a role player, right? No one wants to roll out the eighth man on the bench. Don't want to do it.
1: And not even just that. Like, with with LeBron James, like, they're going to want the best play, right? Yeah. So... Are they going to pick that play over another LeBron play that comes in? I mean, I think I would.
0: And you're starting to see that in the market. The no-look three is close to the same value as that uh, 7,500 dunk, right? And, like, it's half of the supply, but the no-look three is so much cooler. And for that reason, it's, like, almost at the same value, and justifiably so. Um, But along those same lines, you know, a moment that I'm, like, keeping my eye on, like, really tightly is the DeAndre Ayton Series one, uh dunk, and that I think it's like a fifteen hundred mint, and it's getting like trading close to like the four thousand mint, and I can't really see a difference in the moment value, and I and I can't figure that moment out. Like that, like I bought it at two seventy five, and then I flipped it, and now it's back down to like three fifty, and like I'm thinking about popping on it again, but like ah, I, I like I I don't I can't get it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm not super familiar with that one, but yeah, I've seen that around where it's they're two, I mean, in some cases, they're the exact same moment, just different sets and they, the prices are they're just different and it doesn't make a ton of sense, especially um, in some cases, um, I think I saw that uh, like the base moment sells better uh, than whatever special series or whatever it ran with.
0: And that's interesting, you know. There's been some Twitter noise about how those like special packs, whether it be like the Cali, um, New York set or um the so fresh set like they're being considered alt moments or like you know shit coins almost right and like <laughs> you know I, I think there's some really good ones like you know the shit coins gets like a bad rap I, I think there's some really good ones out there but like i think there's some also ones like eh you know like if you look at lebron like i think the so fresh lebron moment is like trading at a moment that's like minted uh like at a significantly higher supply, but it's, you know, that alt moment that maybe almost prohibits some value.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I I just wonder if that's because it's the same play. Like if they use different plays in those senses, would it would it be the value that you think it would be? Or is it just because they're reusing those moments in that sense or they were doing that early that it's like that?
0: It's a phenomenal like social experiment, right? Because like the market's truly dictating it. Like Um, they're like, are we going to see these, you know, big whales start to move the market or is there going to be such demand that, you know, a whale is going to have to hold a lot of moments in order to move the market, right? Like I think a market becomes, uh, as close to true and organic when there's uh, a large demand for it, right? Um, and uh, i'm hoping that this all-star weekend is like a total home run for top shot and we get a whole lot more people in we get some people who are still early getting a bunch of one dollar two dollar moments they can load up on um and then you know i guess finding out greater value because i still think there's some market manipulation going on
1: yeah i can see that definitely um I don't want to say definitely, but you can see it with the whales definitely in the in the more um, the more the moments that have more scarcity, so like the NGLE and stuff like that. Yeah, you can see that a lot of the the, a lot of the same people are scooping them up, right? So they're scooping them up and and holding them, so the the prices are rising. so you could see market manipulation in that sense. I think I saw too that kind of early on there was a ton of people buying up like those one or two dollar moments and that were that were bigger names. Um, and I mean, to me, there there's nothing wrong with that if they enjoy it and, and they want to they want to collect them all and kind of lower the mint count. I mean, I think Rome is even kind of hinted at being able to burn your moments right so <laughs> that would drop the mint count right there so if they're collecting them to do that more power to them um it, it's really only increasing their portfolio and everybody else who holds it right
0: that's a fascinating idea like to purchasing or and keeping a large supply to burn it and to to lower the ultimate mint that's fascinating to me yeah
1: i know i think it's um i don't play a ton of of fifa or 2k but i think that's a a common uh mechanism in those games
0: oh is that right to to collect and then burn so that you hold a scarcity
1: yeah so you you burn or i don't and somebody's gonna tweet at me something i'm completely wrong but um you collect multiples of something and then you can combine them to to increase one of them and one of them in, uh,
0: so there's this idea of like powering up right where you like you combine right. craft the moments together so that they and like I, that's a ki- uh, a crypto kitty sort of concept right like I, that's you breed the cats together i i'm not familiar with how that goes i shouldn't be talking about it like i do but <laughs> you know that's what we do at the burn. and you know if we're talking about the burn like why not cover it um but you know like i guess moving forward greg like as we kind of head towards like a pivotal point in top shot right like all-star weekend is happening packs are dropping um they are pumping a bunch of supply and expecting demand right so like where do you see um this thing going like do you think a huge tsunami of demand is coming or do you think like we see a little bit of a plateau
1: I mean I, I think I'm bullish I, I think there's a lot of people like I said I've got friends who haven't had packs yet who've been itching um, and they want to be a part of the marketplace but they just they can't at this point or they're not willing to kind of shell out or they'd much rather shell out for packs. Um, so I think uh, there's a bunch of untapped demand that hopefully we're gonna see some of those people get satiated here uh, this weekend and, and hopefully it just continues from there um, I know I definitely have a friends and and associates and people I knew from college that are into basketball that haven't heard of Top Show yet. So uh, I think we're early, and I I think this only gets bigger from here.
0: I I tend to agree with you. I I get worried about, like, the sheer volume that they're dropping. Um, But I think when people find out how many are waiting in line for the rare pack, and how many people can't get it, and how those prices for those rare moments like just skyrocket in moon, I think that's what breaks this thing, right? Like, it won't be enough for people just to get their own packs and get their moments and and happy, you know, they have something. It's going to be that recognition that I want this and I don't have it, and I'm willing to pay more than what was previously purchased for it, and then boom, like to the moon, There's that, like, sort of value, right? Like, we had Alan Carr early, early in uh, our episode line. Something that kind of struck me or resonated with me is the concept that um, you have it and I want it. And if, like, you can demonstrate that and you can have a marketplace that demonstrates that sort of concept. It's not just, like, I'm trying to, you know, quickly flip. Like, you have this and I absolutely want it. LeBron James, right? It's how we started this thing. That mm. is how this thing, like, skyrockets and sustains. Um, there's no question there's been some struggles. But, like, it's that concept that I you have it and I want it.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I think we've seen a blueprint with, with that even recently in, in sneakers, right? Yeah, absolutely. like I, I haven't gotten one in forever. <laughs> <laughs> At least the ones that are that are kind of raffle based. So um, people are willing to pay that that resale if it's worth it, right? So um, for more rare drops, uh, for for really good players, I think that that market will hold. And obviously, people are going to play packs because it's the lottery. Um, even if you, you don't get um, a big name player, you may get a low serial on somebody else. So there, there's still opportunity, even if you're not getting, um, you know, a LeBron or, or a Kawhi or Giannis out of your pack.
0: Well, and that's what makes it exciting, right? Like on some level, like when you do pop that Kauai, you're hoping that that goes for a little bit, right? Like you're you're hoping that, yeah. like, yeah, you know, I not only did I, you know, spike a Kauai, but like my fourteen dollar purchase is now like up to about a hundred because I hit a really nice player. Um, yeah. unfortunately by the same token for someone to get that somebody else is going to have to at least not make $100 on their yeah. <laughs> Like yeah. you know you, you might put now like I was about to say you might pull Peyton Pritchard or whatever but like he's a 4,000 mint and so yeah, like, I, you know what I kind of want him like screw Kawhi I yeah. want that mint like I think he's going to be a triple rookie badger like yeah I, I definitely want that one
1: definitely yeah yeah, I mean, rookies have been, been kind of crazy, right? So uh, it's, it's not – I don't think it's insane to say that a lot of these guys won't be all that great long term. Yeah, 100%.
0: Their,
1: their prices are, are – I mean, they're like the same as, as great players. And I understand that the mint is low. But um, you're you're betting a lot on potential there, and for a lot of them, it's not going to work out. So it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens to these rookies, kind of as time goes on. I I get that they're getting those, um, at least the the four thousand count ones. They're getting the the three badges. But um, like even next season, like if if somebody doesn't starts off in a rough season or or doesn't have uh, doesn't have have good games early on, like what's going to happen to these prices?
0: you know it's a great question i I mean i like i definitely was bearish on josh green the rookie from the mavericks like that was a moment that i quickly flipped for um i guess liquidity purpose like to accumulate that cool cat challenge early like i thought it was important to get those cool cats as cheap or uh, not as cheap but as, as quickly as i possibly could um and like now that like the challenge is over. I'm so very happy I did so because, like, my God, like, I would have lost value. Like, that's crazy. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, I think for me, like, I'll, I, there will be a push for better players, right? Like, performance on the court is going to matter quickly. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, like, if Pritch over there with the C's, like, continues to play and light it up, like, we, we might be okay. Um, but when Kemba comes back and like his minutes dwindle and like he's now you know like playing for the Red Claws like
1: forget it right yeah yeah I I think you're right yeah it, it'll be interesting I mean it's it's even interesting just looking at somebody like Obi Toppin right so um, he's his price just spiked in the last few days just because it was announced that he was going to be in the dunk contest yeah so how much does that actually matter right okay. So if he's in the dunk contest now, um, and you're buying his $800 moment and then God forbid, I mean, I'm, I'm rooting for him. God forbid he's out of the league for four, like after four years, like that's not a good investment. Um, so yeah. And, I mean, it'll be interesting, like I said, to see what happens with the rookies. Uh, I'm really, really curious. I have a few and I plan on moving them sooner than later. Um, except for maybe I've got, a, I've got a Halliburton I may hold on to, um, But on a few of the other ones, I think I'm I'm kind of in the uh, in the plan of getting out early.
0: Yeah, you know, I I sold my Maxi also for a cooled cat, and like was definitely lost on some value there. Like I think I sold them for like a hundred bucks, and like you know, bad decision. But you know, I I kind of don't believe he's going to be any good into the future and so like for that reason like i'm very happy to have you know got my cool cat when i did and um yeah it's it's all part of the game right like it like everyone's strategy at some point is is going to be revealed in their collection value you know and it's out there for anyone to see all the moves are documented you can't push that one under the rug you know like i got excited one morning about taco fall and i purchased him for 68 dollars, and i think i might lose value on that one for until the end of time um and so (laughs) but like you know whatever like Taco's my guy and like it was an emotional like sort of sentimental purchase and I don't mind that. Uh, and, and I just yeah. I love that like these opportunities are available. Um, but like as we finish up, Greg, like we always ask like, what do you want to see out of the top shot space into the future?
1: What do we want to see? Um, that's interesting. I'd like to see I guess more and I guess this is probably more of a, of a selfish choice, but more access to the data. And I think that's happening, right? So mm-hmm. we've got um, um, some players who have come up on the side, that crypto slam evaluate that market, like add more funds uh, that have, have started bringing that data and making it accessible to people uh, so they can make better decisions. I, I, think, I think that will be incredibly helpful to the people who are actually looking um, to make good investments and not just kind of collect players that they like. Um, So from an investment perspective, um, you know, data availability is huge. And and I already see it getting better. I just hope it gets even better than it is now.
0: And, you know, I I think that's what's kind of like really interesting about this space is is that I think the next wave of people, if it does happen, are not going to be necessarily interested in that investment aspect. Um, and if it does happen that you have these you know, new users coming in who are more like collectors, more like fans, uh, who are going to be chasing after the best players, um, they're going to be exposed by those who have spent the time in the data investing um, to where the value is. And um, it'll be very interesting to follow, right? Because like, I think you're not alone in that desire. I think there are plenty of people that are constantly looking at data. I mean, Mr. Showcase came on weeks ago talking about how valuable it was months. Well, it feels like months. It was really only three or four weeks ago. But um, it, it, like I think that's going to be an interesting thing for me to follow because um, a lot of very smart people are engaged heavily in this market. Um, And then you have a total, you know, polar opposite crew that are like not really following this investment aspect or or nearly as close as maybe they should be. Uh, and, And like, because half of the people are on that side, like, some of the fundamentals will just go out the window, right? Because like (laughs) those guys aren't even going to know what the fundamentals are. So, uh, all very, just fascinating stuff. Looking forward to kind of following it. Greg, thanks for coming on. Uh, what what a great discussion any final words before we go. Um, I don't
1: think I have anything. Thanks for having me. This is great. Um, Maybe we could do this again sometime.
0: Absolutely, man. Like, always a, a blast. Like, I love these conversations. Like, I feel like I got a lot out of it. Um, And definitely want to be privy to that group chat. I feel like you guys are on the cutting edge of stuff, and would love to get on that cutting, burning edge. Um, But uh, Greg, thanks for coming on, man. I'll, uh, you know, you mentioned that you played college hoops, and you know, maybe I'll look into making your own moment or something, and you know, like tokenizing that, like since you've been on the burn. Um, But uh, thanks for coming on, and uh, we will definitely do this again.
1: Nice hour, dude.